you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Hello and welcome to Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, where we're discussing our experiences playing through the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm joined by Chip Locke. Howdy, y'all. And Corey Kurabara Treadway. Greetings from space. And this is episode number seven, and today we are traveling to Novaria. It's cold, snowy. We're going to hang out there and, and stomp on some bugs. Yeah, it makes me happy because for some reason, I really like games of snow areas. Don't know why. <laughs> but there's not, you're not actually in the snow area that much, though. You're mostly indoors. Yes, but I like the effects of the snow. I don't know why. It, just, it makes me happy. I see just a bunch of blizzard outside. There's no, there's no slippery ice, so I can get on board with that for this game. There's no... There's no like frost spells like, oh, mm. like I have to I should be I should be equipping like all my incendiary rounds here <laughs> because it's all it's all frost enemies. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, there's no penalty for just using cryo ammo forever or it's not yeah. cryo ammo in this game, but yeah. I've been using was it the polonium rounds mm-hmm. or whatever and just I'm surprised the geth are vulnerable to them. I mean, it's radioactive, right? Like. Yeah, 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 like I've just, it just melts everything. Like literally, the corpses actually disintegrate when mm-hmm. you shoot them. Well, so I don't even get to use most of, most of those upgrades anymore because the weapons that I have have good stats. Don't take upgrades. They're just some Geth weapons that are just like highly powerful. Um, I'm like, like, yeah, like, do you want this weapon? Well, it's down by like 20 or 30 points, so no. <laughs> yeah, I just got my first Geth weapon and I'm excited about that. I don't think I got any geth weapons. Where really? did you? Yeah, where did you get geth weapons from? I uh, I couldn't tell you because literally I get so much items I don't know where any of them came from. I'm just like, oh, I okay. have this now. The last two things I did were the rogue vi mission uh-huh. and the uh, the search for the missing survey team uh-huh. near Eden Prime in uh, what's that? The Exodus cluster. So we'll we'll talk about those. Maybe I sold those them. in time. I bet I sold them on accident, honestly. Whoops. Oh, well. <laughs> I realized that on the armor menu, the armor I thought I had highlighted, I did not have highlighted. And I've been omni gelling a ton of stuff. And I realized I've been om- omni gelling the wrong armor. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, the worst. Oh, so, <laughs> so I have no idea. Like, I have no idea what I don't have. But like, I hope I hope I didn't like, you know, because especially I'm, I'm usually, sh- you know, I'm looking at the shepherd. So I see like the human armor lit, lit up. So I'm thinking like it must have been like like the Krogan armor or the Turian, like something, something nice got lost. And I won't know what it is until later. Found out you all gelled uh, Rex's family armor. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, Craig, Craig, Shepard, where'd that armor go? What armor? <laughs> I got some goo for you. You want some goo? <laughs> it does anything. It's pretty good goo. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll cure the genophage. We don't know. Just maybe. Take it. <laughs> yeah, try it? Anyways, where are we at again? Devaria. Anyway. Yeah, we're back on Novaria. So let's let's go about let, let's hear about the first part of uh getting into Novaria and uh checking out the uh hotel and uh binary helix. Shepard and crew land on the frosty planet Novaria. They are greeted by armed guards from Elanus Risk Control Services led by Captain Mako Matsuo and her lieutenant Kyra Sterling. After a tense standoff over Shepard's weapons, Gianna Parasani interrupts and lets Shepard remain armed due to being a specter. Shepard inquires about Matriarch Benezia's recent travels and is told that she went to Peak 15. To follow her, Shepard must get permission from Administrator Analeas or at least get a garage pass from someone. Shepard has a few options for gaining passage. There's Opold, a Hanar with a smuggling operation that Analeas would be interested to know about. There's Lorik Keen, a disgraced member of Synthetic Insights who got his company shut down by Analeas. Lorik asks Shepard to breach Synthetic Insights and get data proving that Analeas is the corrupt one. If Shepard agrees, after acquiring the data, the corrupt ERCS officers, including Kyra Sterling, will try to stop them. 
Once Shepard has the data, Diana Parasani will reveal herself as an undercover agent and ask Shepard to get Keen to testify against Analeas. If Shepard can, Analeas is arrested. If not, Analeas is blackmailed out of power by Keen. Whichever path is chosen, Shepard and the team will be given a pass to the garage and be on their way to confronting Matriarch Benezia at peak 15. Okay, so I know when we talked about Pharos, we said that the the docking bay between Pharos and Novaria both look very similar. Um, do we have anything to say now that we're on the Novaria side of things with respect to that? They look very similar. Um, it's more the same guns, docking more guns. bay. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no creepers, or not creepers, there's no geth that greet you in this one, so that's good. Yeah, this one's actually a pretty standard, you land, you go into the town, I mean, you, you, they're a bit standoffish with you, um, which is fair, because, you know, they're, they're, they're very protective. Their system of government, for lack of a better word, and I guess their military, their, their police force as it is, is very interesting, because it's all corporate aligned and i mean if you talk to uh what's it matsuo i think Mm -hmm. is her name Mm -hmm. um if you talk to her you find out a lot about how the the system works here well her and i guess uh gina parisi Mm -hmm. uh, or gianna gianna parisi uh the two of them they really fill you in as far as how the governing structure works here with it being like the like an amalgamation of all the the corporate entities there basically paying for the security force to kind of keep everybody in line so nobody steps out and does anything untoward although they're all trying to work behind the back and do all the corporate espionage they can with, but you know but that's the game isn't it yeah, you're trying I mean, to get away with as much as you can without getting getting caught it's basically that's just like the, the way the shadow broker works is where they all get a little bit of information but then the other side gets the other information to where they're all back to square one it seems like a real government to me i don't know yeah. Seems like yeah. about the same. Security forces are everybody who could make it up in the regular stuff, so you know. Mm-hmm. But so very the, similar to the last the last group we had on Pharaohs where the security force was just who they could afford. <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean I, I feel like on Pharaohs they were much more inexperienced. Like it was much more of a uh like a mall cop kind of level, it felt. Because even then, like the one um, the one uh, agent is like, like I'm, I'm like a, a rent a cop. I should mm-hmm. not be here. But on, like here, they feel a bit more, and maybe it could just be because they're a little more comfortable because they're not under a direct threat. Um, other than the, you know, other than what's going on at the peak fifteen, but they don't really seem to be aware, too aware of what's actually going on there. Um, yeah, they're, but they're not under siege. They, you know, they haven't had like Geth incursions, and they're not being taken over by a hostile plant entity. So well, they are under siege. They just don't freaking realize it because. <laughs> As well as their security force is, it's not great. Yeah, but the the threat from Peak Fifteen is contained at Peak Fifteen, and, and, and kind, they were on the kind of. We'll get to that in a second, but I don't really think that. Well, you don't. I'm trying to think. When when well, you don't see your first. I mean, we'll just go out and say it, you don't see your first Rachni until you get. to It peak ain't the Rachni I'm talking about. It's talking about the Geth. They're yeah, really, oh. like in the garage and taking up the path all the way to Peak Fifteen. And what? nobody seemed to notice outside their windows that the Gav built turrets and had forces hanging out. You know, <laughs> Snowy outside. I mean, like, what do you? I don't know. A lot of a lot of blizzard. Well, the, the, the thing is, that was all. But that that was all Benitia and and the Gav coming. You know, like she brought the Gav with her coming through, and so the Gav. It seems like they're they're there not so much to stop anybody from peak fifth, like anybody from Novaria interfering, because I think everybody in Novaria understands like something's going on. We're just going to look the other way. It's better not to ask any questions. You know, we don't, we don't need to get, we don't need to get our hands dirty on this. You know, worst case scenario, we'll just nuke the the hot labs or whatever and, and melt them into the ice and it'll be fine. I, you know, so really it's like, she's, she's there and she brings the gaff because she knows you're going to come along because you know, they know like you're, the, you're on Saren's tail. You're looking up all the leads at some point you're going to show up and the geth are there specifically to stop you. I assume she also brought them to deal with the Rachni. Like hmm. that, yeah, that, that's not why she's no, she's not leaving geth in the garage. No, that's a good point. To, yeah. To deal with the Rachni. No, that's a good point. I think. Uh, I mean, the fact that, like, she brought all this crap with her and the security forces are just kind of like, cool, a bunch of really big heavy crates. I, it's weird to me that they didn't scan that, like, how is your no, future? They did. They did. No, no, I mean, like, they, they didn't, did. the, that the Geth didn't show up on the scan. Like, that's bizarre to me. Like, how? 
They never really answered that, actually, how they couldn't detect it. Like, how bad are your scanners? They're big robot boys. Like, what what are you talking about? Well, the thing is, I mean, you figure the Geth... I mean, this is the first time the Geth have been outside the Perseus Vale in 200 years. So their scanners, they have no reason to suspect the Geth are ever going to show up here. So whatever their scanners are tuned for are, you know, not sentient weapons like that. Maybe... Maybe standard drones, but maybe. I, know, but I mean, I think nothing about, like the Geth. But I think about the scanners we have in their airports now. How we can scan stuff. We can tell when there's giant metallic objects. and can see the shapes of them with our current scanners. Right, but these do, are future but, but, scanners. Okay, but so does your your Novaria TSA agent? Do they know what a Geth would look like on an X-ray? Hell no. Rem- I mean, we, we, yeah. we've seen the Geth when they get dropped out of the ship. They're like they're in these little compact forms. And then they unfold themselves, and so I mean, it, yeah, you know, it looks like looks like a big. Laptop. Once, once I started thinking about them as space TSA about thirty seconds ago, I understood it. It all made sense. That's that's fair. That's, <laughs> I did too. Once he said it, like, all right, yeah, all right, I get it. Anyway, uh, sorry, TSA. Anyway, <laughs> and none of us will be flying anytime soon. <laughs> You know what's really funny is I actually have an exam for the TSA in about a week. That's funny. (laughs) We'll we'll have a totally different opinion on that in a week. (laughs) (laughs) So you come in and there's this administrator. um, What's his name? The Solarian. I never remember this dude's name. It's very long. Yeah, he's got a super long name. Uh, Solari, uh, Administrator Bell, Anolius, mm-hmm. that one? Or the... Redadrel, Gurgan, Swal, Fulsun, Keratin, Nar, Edie, Bell, Anola, Tillis. Yeah. I think, you, I think you just activated the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I did! <laughs> so, so he's, he's the guy in charge. He's kind of appointed by all the companies together to... Over sort of oversee the facility, you know. I guess he's like the regent, and then he 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 has a secretary. What Gianna Parisi Parisini Parisini. Parisini, thank you. And you come in and you have to deal with them because you need access to the garage because you need to get to the garage because you need to get to peak fifteen. Yes, yes, you do. Although, yeah, I did not interact with this administrator. Because I bypassed him completely. So it went straight to the bar. Did you? Well, okay, that's fair. Did you talk to Parasini? Like, did you walk in, talk to her, and then just dip out of his office? Or nope, nope. Okey-dokey. You didn't. You didn't even talk to Parasini. Oh, that's funny. Parasini's the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally like bypassed it, went to the bar, and started talking to the uh, the side quest people there. Did either of you? Uh, did she make it through both of your playthroughs? What do you, what do you mean by wait? She died. She can she die. Can there die? is there is a way to to have her die. Yeah. Okay. As, as you can tell by that question, she did. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know you could kill her. So yes, she survived mine. You definitely can. <laughs> She's not voiced by Raphael Sparge, so I had no interest in killing. Her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. if you um, <laughs> if you there at the at the point where she tells you, you know, I'm not really a secretary. What's up? Uh, you can turn her into Analeus, and he'll call her into his office, and they will kill each other. And then you just loot, yes, and then you can just loot the the garage pass off of Analeus's dead body. Yes, yes, I remember that now on my on my ancient renegade playthrough. Yes. <laughs> So I yeah. did not do that because, of course, I'm scumming for additional quests and stuff. And if you kill her, she doesn't show up in two. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can you can absolutely. I mean, not kill her directly, but cause her death. Well, I didn't kill her, but I I didn't have the uh, the charm or intimidate options when I was talking to Laura Quinn. How do you say it? like Quinn? Keen. 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 Thank you. So when you're talking to him in the hotel bar, and He's all, you know, he's all like, why should I, you know, like, why should I help you at all? I couldn't, I couldn't negotiate with him. I finished the job, but an internal affairs investigator contacted me. She wants you to testify against Analeas. 
Now that you have my property, you want to dictate how I use it. I have no interest in a public spectacle. Okay. So I had to be like, okay, like here's here's the data or whatever you asked for. Just you know, be be, be kind. Don't like don't 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 do anything stupid with this. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I, I got what I wanted. And then I go back to Paris, uh, Parasini, and she's like, well, what the hell did you do that for? And I'm like, you underestimated Novaria's code of silence. Keen wouldn't rock the boat, no matter what assurance I offered. Son of a bitch! This is what I get for entrusting it to a specter. What'd you do? Hold a gun to his head and order him to do it? God. Get out of here. I, I need to see if I can salvage anything from this. I did not want to spend another six months wearing this outfit. I didn't put any points in the Charmer Intimidate. <laughs> so how does that how does that like work out for you then? Like, did she hook you? Like, how did she, you get a pass? Uh, how did I get the pass? Oh, uh, Keen hooks me up. Okay, so oh, he gives you his pass for giving him the data, and yeah. she's just mad at yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, yeah mine's funny because I I, uh, I constantly go to the bar, and there's a glitch that they left in this game. If you talk to Lork multiple times. After you get the data for him, you just talk to him so you can start the conversation, end it, restart it, ask him to testify against the the, uh, the administrator. Do this as many times as you want, and it gives you either infinite renegade or infinite paragon. I did paragon because that's all I needed, and I didn't have enough points in renegade to do the renegade option, so I couldn't do that one. But yeah, now my paragon is completely maxed out, and every option I want to do it's good. I go like. Yep, we're doing the good option, if it makes sense. If it's hmm. stupid, I'm like, this is good, but it makes little sense of how this would help anybody out. That sounds like the morally dubious kind of thing, which perfectly fits on Novaria. Yeah. Because <laughs> some things it's like, you do good things, like it's good, but in the long run, it hurts everybody. You're like, really? This hurts nobody. Yeah, I, th- I think that the the subject of doing something good that can hurt everybody. We'll come back to that later on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but I was surprised they left this glitch in there because I figured that if they'd go through, they'd, they'd take it out. But no, they're like, yeah, it's fine. We don't care. Exploit the system. Yeah, I wish I had known I about think, that. I think that's one of those glitches where you can you can take it or leave it at your disc- discretion. And if you want to get infinite Paragon points just to make your playthrough that much easier, I mean, this game is 14 years old. So, you know, you know, you know what you're doing if you do that. You know, you're only hurting yourself if you're, you're you consider it to be hurting yourself. So. I don't. <laughs> I, <assume it>. I, <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like somebody to exploit the system just to see what happened. Did you did you do that before you did the uh, quest? to um there's like the lady the asari in the bar uh or in the hotel where you walk in and she's like hey could you go uh get this guy talking so i can like hack his yes, his computer I, I did finish it before that you got so you you so you had actually max like paragon points to talk to him I had max yep had max paragon okay. points to talk to him because that's the only way that you can and so you're like your your charm bar was full all the way right because that's the only way that you can uh that's the only way that you can you have to have max paragon or renegade to keep him talking the whole way through you don't have to do it to complete the quest but there is an option on either side that needs i think it's like 12 is the max or 14 whatever it is Uh, and i did not have that by that point so what happens if you don't keep him talking all the way through because when when the asari approached me and she's like i need you to help me with some corporate espionage the male human at the hotel bar He's a sales rep for Binary Helix. His name is Raphael Vargas. I need you to speak with him. Do you know who I am? Everyone here knows who you are, Dullstone. That makes you ideal for my job. You are a known quantity, or so Vargas will think. He will assume you are here to investigate his company's dirty laundry. That will distract him from your, my, real intentions. Like, you know what? Uh, this is not my bag. I'm not helping you with this. And so I turned down the side quest. I was like, I'm not playing like super shady this time. Come back next playthrough. I'll totally be, be, be into this. If you, so, so what happened with that? If I kept him talking long enough that it was sufficient. And so I got the like 500 credits, which I negotiated up to a big mean 750. Um, <laughs> same, same. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't understand. That's another thing that always cracked me up about these games is they have all these quests like, yeah, go do this quest and 
It'll take you like 20 minutes and, oh, we'll give you 500 credits because we're super generous. Like, what are you? I've been in this game. I know this game's economy. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't worth my time to do. I could have gone and found a random crate and made like a crap ton of money. Anyway. um, But it's really, the value is the experience, not the credits. Yes. We all know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it's just such a like humorously low amount. I really enjoy it. Um, But yeah, what happens if you talk them all the way through? Because I don't think I've literally ever done that. Basically, he when you talk way through, he basically explains everything he does through the program, how it helps your soldiers, how long it takes. It's like we're doing the bio thing to their bones. It takes about a year or so for this to happen, about 15 years for this to happen. And it's just like listening through. I'm like, how does this help any of us? Our soldiers will be ready to get out of the military time. This is even useful to them. Hmm. Because like a lot of stuff, like it's like it's a bio stuff, it's supposed to help their bodies, make them stronger, better, you know, all that fun stuff. And it was just a long time frame, like, and like it's got about a fifteen percent taking. That that's a that's a good improvement over most people. I'm like, is it really a good improvement? The percentages are that low. Why are we even bothering if it's taking decades? And we're not a sorry. We're humans. Sorry, it makes enough. sense if it takes decades. Sure, yeah. And so, what happens when you don't keep him talking the whole time? I kept him talking long enough, so I'm not sure. I suspect that if you don't keep him talking, you know, long enough, he just gets suspicious and you fail the quest. Yeah, like that makes sense. Like mine just kept talking and talking, and all of a sudden my device beeps in and says, "Oops, mm-hmm. I'm good to go. I'm heading out over here." Oh, that's my pager, my space pager. <laughs> yeah, space pager. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." There's also a uh, what was it? I was talking the first time. And he let me go. He was like, I'll be back to talk to you later. Then I went to go do another quest and came back. Hey, about those uh, upgrades, you want to keep talking some more? <laughs> wow. And now he's joined your crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I forget why it is. Like, it was just weird. Like, it, it had to be stop the mission to go do something else, then come back. I was like, why did, it, why did you just let me go? And it is weird that I just left for several hours and came back to talk to you again. Watch, he'll be, he'll be a romance <laughs> option in three. <laughs> There, uh, if you do use this Paragon Renegade thing, it will, the one upshot is that if you did also max out your Renegade points, which sounds like you couldn't, but if you get there and you can max out both, uh, there's two optional quests in this game. And they're very optional. I don't even think they connect to the future games that both require 80 or 90% of max Paragon or Renegade. So like, whichever one you get to first, it's like 80%. And then the other side stat, it would be 90% to get the quest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, which is achievable, actually, without, I think, um, using this, Exploit but it would be just a lot easier with exploiting it. So, anybody who wants to do that, there you go. Hit Novaria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you can sweet talk everybody in the galaxy. Now I'm legit wondering if I've ever seen these quests. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one that's like a hostage negotiation. Where you just you need to talk a guy down, basically. And so the whole point is you go in as a paragon. And then there's another one. And these are both like Admiral Hackett quests where he just sort of calls you on the space phone and is like, hey, Shepard, I need you to go blah, blah, blah. Um, the other one, the Renegade one, is actually very funny because he's like, he sends you to go talk to this dude um, knowing, you know, that you are very Renegade and very sort of get stuff done at whatever cost. Uh, and this guy is just a total dingus and you go talk to him and you can actually paragon your way through it and not kill him. But it, it's designed for you to to go and, and kill this dude. And then like at the end of it, you talk to Hackett and Hackett's kind of like and you you can just be like, so you wanted me to kill this guy, right? And Hackett's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Funny how that plays I out. I love, I love Hackett. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Uh, Hackett only calls when he needs something. He never calls just to talk. You know what's it's really true. funny is like when you finally beat Hackett, I think it's like two or three. He looks exactly as I imagined him from the phone call. Like, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I imagined you looking like. Yes. Old man Admiral. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there was one other quest in uh, Novaria. When you come in, there's the Hanar merchant and it asks you to help with a smuggling operation. And again, my shepherd, I was like, you know what? I'm not getting involved. I don't need, 
I don't need this on my back. I've already got all everybody's here is looking at me kind of funny. and I feel like I'm going to have to shoot him up anyway. I'm not getting involved in this. So what, what was the deal with that? Did you guys smuggle it? Did you ever find out what the Hanar was trying to smuggle? I don't think I cared because like <laughs> I got the bishop from him. He's like, Hey, you want to smuggle this? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll take some credits. I don't mind. Anything dangerous? No. All right. This is, this play doesn't seem to give a shit. Why should I give a shit? But I, I forgot. I didn't realize he told me that the package is by my ship. So I went straight to the Krogan and like, Hey package. He's like, do you got it yet? Oh, oh no, I guess I don't. Shit. Oops. Um, I didn't grab it. I thought, uh, I thought the head I gave it to me. Guess not. Oh, I'm an idiot. He's like, well, since you're here already, since you're my courier boy, what if we cut out the head on you? I just pay you and you give me the package directly. I'm like, could do that. Mm, nah, I'm Paragon. I'll do, I'll do it legit. So I walk all the way back to my ship, grab the package, walk through security. No one's stopping me because, you know, you only need one time through this TSA. <laughs> and right. Brought the thing back to the hand. I was like, here you go. He's like, thank you. Here's your money. Actually. Then I, 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 I said like, hey, this is kind of this kind of illegal. Have a little more credits. He's like, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll skim a little bit off just so I can still make a profit. But the, here you go. So I, uh, I definitely went to the Krogan, uh, whose name I've absolutely forgotten and won't look up, uh, and basically said, hey, skim a little off the top for me. The other thing, I, I think it was a weapon of some sort. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think it's particularly important. The other thing you can do with this quest, though, is if you go to Analeus, and after you get the Hanar's quest, you can turn in the Hanar, and Analeus will just huh. give you a pass, and you can... Uh, a garage pass and you can skip all of the rest of of like the Novaria hotel stuff and just get on up. Oh wow. Yeah. That's not like fun though. Oh wow. <laughs> Why would you do that? I wonder though. I I mean like I wouldn't, but you can. I feel like I might have done this on my first playthrough and then I I think I literally learned like oh no, there's all this other game here if you wanted it and actually did go back and like redo Novaria cuz I didn't want that outcome. Is that an interesting thing where we actually want to play more of the game? We don't like skipping all the parts. Like, I skipped the, the Renegade points because <laughs> I still want to do the missions. I still want to think about always the perfect thing. I want to make sure I think about what my character wants to do. Right. 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 And that's, I mean, that's why I skipped those two side quests because it didn't fit with the way my character would have approached the situation. And the problem I'm running into is I kind of want him to be a bit more even keeled, but he's definitely leaning Paragon. And I'm kind of like, no, engage your dark side. Use that a little bit more. Be be more, be more of an a-hole, but it's not. Listen to your little devil, man. Listen to the little devil. Exactly. Yeah. What is the the evil in in this uh, sci-fi world? What is their evil devil? It's not exactly the Reapers. Oh. I was, Actually, wouldn't it be though? Yeah, I was maybe. definitely gonna say it would be like a little reaper on your shoulder or something, right? I don't know. Well, no, maybe maybe it'd be uh, Anderson on one shoulder and Udina in the other. Uh, that, I like that. I like perfect. That. Ooh, no, uh, future ought to be the main character of the second game. He would make more sense. The elusive man. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Spoilers um, if you don't know who that is. Yeah, we'll get to him. We'll get to him in time, my boy Marty. But uh, yes, I am. I'm still amazed that he was part of the game, right? But, <laughs> I like a great yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he was amazing. We 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 get we'll talk about this later. But yes, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 yeah, there are a few heavy hitters in the cast for Mass Effect Two, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so I do want to jump ahead real quickly because, like I said earlier, so I, I talked to Laura Keen. And I gave him the data and I could, I didn't have the option to have him work with, uh, uh, Persani. Parasini. Parasini, thank you. And after I left Novaria, I came back in and I went just to see like, well, what's, how's everything going here? Like, you know, I I just want to, you know, follow up on everything. Parasini was pissed at me, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I talked to Laura Keene and he's the new administrator. Spectre, how good of you to return. You're the administrator now? Quite so. It is all thanks to you. With the evidence you recovered, I was able to present my case to the executive board. Mr. Analeas was asked to submit his resignation. The board gave me his position. Let's say out of gratitude. 
Now, if you don't mind, I have many operations to bring myself up to speed on. That's right. I forgot that happened. Yeah. And so he's he's making a killing, like you know he's 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 the, he's calling the shots on everything now. So he's the guy because you know he he blackmails uh, Analeas, gets him arrested and deposed, mm-hmm. and and now 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 it's Keen it's Keen's you know I need to double check corporate corporate city to run. I, need to double I, check I thought if that's that was mine too. I didn't actually double check because like that's mine was funny. weird. I got the I got the blackmail data. And this is my first time the uh, yeah, like, like secretary comes up like, hey, you got this stuff. You want to turn the administrator in? Like, who? who? Who's this guy? She brings, she goes arrest him, brings him out. Starts like, Shepard, I'll get you for this. So I'm like, who are you? How do you this know my name? So um, funny. I, sorry, I guess. Bye. The, 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 the secretary's you like, do it. When you do meet her, you do actually, I think, get to ask her, like, how do you know my name? And she's like, I'm the administrator here. Like, I have to know everybody's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, no, her, no. I'm talking about the actual, like, the Solarian. Him. Oh, I never met him. He was, like, cursing oh, yeah. me for getting him arrested. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I just got this data because someone said they're going to pay me for it. <laughs> just like the, the accidental <laughs> specter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, the secretary's like, we'll get beers together. I'm like, sure. <laughs> okay. There needs to be a playthrough where you could be like Inspector Clouseau and just like stumble through everything and accidentally everything works out all right. <laughs> like, like Inspector Clouseau or Inspector Gadget, either one of those. <laughs> yeah. Like, oops. Yeah. You just happen to hit a button and, and that. And it all, it all that gets out. you into the. Um, yeah. Definitely wasn't like your niece and, and her weird dog and a book. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I did. I, I did the most. See, I, and we're talking about the, our play styles, and I'm out here like min maxing everything I can. Like I did the most I could on Novaria. There, so what? You, one thing you can do. I didn't want to have Parasini killed because then she shows up, right? And it's like, no, I want you alive so I can also scum XP off of your next quest that you'll give me Mass Effect too. Uh, but what you can do is you go to Lorkeen, you say, hey, testify against Analeas. And then you go to Analeas and say, hey, Lorik Keen is going to testify against you. <laughs> Analeas gives you a pass. You can then just walk back out, say, okay, Parasini, go get Analeas. She does. She gets him, arrests him. You keep her. You get his pass. You get another pass from her, probably, I guess, and get like the most experience <laughs> and points that you can out of the whole situation. <laughs> the Lord nice. of the Pass. Like I, so I will now, say I played that the most Novaria way possible because I screwed. Everybody. That is very Novaria. <laughs> and the best part is now you've got a monopoly on garage passes, I do. so I you do. can just like charge like you can charge like seven hundred and fifty credits for access. That's so much money. Also, I also found to like, ask this: Why is Novaria on an ice planet? Do you, like why is the monsters um, make it easier for your corporate espionage and? I don't know that they do. So I think Novaria is on a non-council space planet. Uh, and they like that because there's no, you know, pesky laws that get in the way of what they're doing. So I think they just had water, to pick basically. like a... Yeah. So they had to pick like a planet that you could like sort of technically exist on, but that kind of sucked. And that's how they came upon Novaria. Well, also, I mean, as they talk about the safety measures where they build up, they build um, everything in the glacier and then... When, you know, should anything go wrong, like on peak 15, you know, you have the, uh, you know, pressing case of emergency button and then you just melt, uh, you, you nuke everything with the radioactivity and then it just melts into the ice where the ice then freezes everything. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it's, it, it, it makes sense from like a, a threat, uh, like a threat mitigation perspective, uh, to, to develop there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to say, as far as like creating the lore for Novaria and and the reason for everything existing and and the 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 scumminess of Binary Helix and and all the other companies, I feel like Bioware did a good job like establishing all this. Like this feels like a very like this feels like a very fully realized locale. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I mean, you know, this is Novaria is a really good example of this, and they and they kept doing it for the whole series, but they they really nail the lore in this in this game in a way that is it's super believable. Like, of course, this would be what, what corporations do in the future. Oh, yeah. That's what corporations do now, but we don't talk about that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You don't know about the P-15 in Antarctica. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
I do say I do like I do like Nuveria a lot better than Pharaohs, at least aesthetically. It looks better on eyes. And do you guys also how did it feel like I know Chippy played the game last year? Did you enjoy the less walls? Because since the, there's some better hardware, they have better draw distance in the main area when you get in there. They've taken mm. out some walls and, and obstacles they used to have in there. I actually took some screenshots in in Novaria because I was like, wow, this looks really nice. Like, I, I did think they did a nice job. That must have been why. Yeah, I forget where I saw, but they were explaining like something. Like I saw a video. They were explaining something They're like, yeah, in this area, we used to have these walls because the thing could not draw fast enough. And if we had it in there, it would take up so much resources. So we're like, wall here, wall here. Is there a playthrough where you have to fight your way out through that main area? Because I feel like I remember having to fight my way through that main area. And when, when I walked in there, I'm like, I'm going to have to fight my way through here. I've done this before. And I didn't. And I don't know if it's just because the op- the, like the options I chose that I didn't like. That was the ESRB, I think is the name of the the uh, the, the law enforcement there. That I, uh, I never pissed them off enough that I'd have to. ERCS, thanks. Like, the, the SRB, the video game rating board. <laughs> I was sitting here nodding along thinking, oh, Nick's going to talk about video game ratings. All right, I want to see where this. No, yeah. Uh, Alanis Risk Control Services or ERCS. Thank you. The, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but rated I like, for I informative. Because <laughs> I, I mean, because when you do the confrontation in the binary helix offices, mm-hmm. like, it ends there. Well, I guess no. You have to be able to talk your way out of of that. I don't think I had no. You it ends no. with you having to kill everybody. Yeah, you got it. There's no. I, you can. So the best you can do is when you walk in there. There's a, a couple cops, uh, or not cops. There's a couple, you know, security force people, and you can tell them either Paragon or Renegade, like you don't want to be here and leave, and they'll leave. But then once you get in there, get Keen's data, and are going back out, um, you run into. Somebody else. Yeah, I don't her remember her name. Yeah, but it's uh, it's Matsuo's number two. Yeah. Who's, who's, who's just she's cold to you the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was. Oh, she did not care for me. Um, especially on the Renegade playthrough because I was just like, no, I'll put holes in you. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, you run into her, and there's as far as I'm aware, there's no way to talk her down. Yeah, Kyra Ky- Sterling. That's okay. what kind of bugged me for like my Paragon playthrough. There's nothing I can do. I have to shoot her. I'm like, I have money. I could pay you better than these corporations. Well, Come seriously. on. But the thing is, though, like the fact that she's there means that she's on the take. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. So so technically, like even though playing as a paragon, like you're taking out a crooked cop more or less. Yeah, taking out a crooked rock, but I feel like I should be able to talk my way out of it still. Like there's like no difference yeah. between renegade or paragon. It's literally you have to shoot her either way. So it's kind of like well, uh, well, I, I think this is a situation where you can look at it as though it, the end actions are the same but your rationale for doing them are different because like a renegade is just going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to shoot you because you're not worth the time. And this is what I do. And a paragon is going to be like, well, I have no qualms about shooting you because you are, you're, you're you know, you're crooked, you're immoral. Mm-hmm. Therefore I'm I, doing the right thing by I disagree. fighting you. I disagree. I feel like I should have the option of being able to not to murder, not to kill her, but to disable her, just like shoot her legs out or something. Uh, be able to still be able to arrest her. Like, like I'm now taking the law into my own hands. Instead of uh, like, trying to arrest them. You're a specter. You are the law. Yes, but I get to choose the way I deliver the law. And I'm playing a paragon way. I'm not trying to just blow up and murder everybody. But I have to because there's no option for me to do it otherwise, which is frustrating. I mean, you could technically melee her down all, and, and your headcanon could be that you didn't kill her, I suppose. Although I'm pretty sure the game will still, will still treat you as if you killed her. Yeah, yeah if you talk to the uh, ESRB guards outside... Uh, they're like, you know, like Kara, Kara died and, uh, you know, we're, we're pissed at whoever did that. And they're like, they're looking at you funny. Like, mm-hmm. like they know you did it, but they, they can't say that you did it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they can't say. yeah, there's one guard where you walk by and talk to him and, and he's sort of like, well, I heard some guards got messed up. I don't know why they were in that office. Like he's very clearly not in the loop. Uh, he's still mad at you, but yeah. What is, what did like, you guys mm-hmm. think about, uh, in that same area, that bar area, there's also a hotel that you can only have if you work with the corporations. Oh, so, like you can't go in there? No, it's only like, sorry, you can't, I walk by, like, sorry, you can't go here unless you have a corporate account. I'm like, well, then what about everybody who's like, like just helping out, like just bringing supplies? Where are they standing to sleep? You don't have any like lower regular offices, just 
Sorry, you're not an executive. Sucks to be you, buddy. I think you sleep on Didn't your we ship. Established that, yeah, where, where there's no beds anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, but like it's still a hotel. I kind of want to see what a space hotel looks like. Especially this one. It's 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 not a it's not some like dungy like Motel Six kind of thing. Like it's a it's a nice space hotel. Yeah, it looks swanky. I was sad that I we couldn't go in there. Basically, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to hack in that in that area too, to get to get items and supplies. It's just like hacking, hacking, guards fighting me. I'll get you guys a second. I'm hacking over here. No, the the one thing that I did like when you're going uh, approaching the offices is that there is the one Solarian. That's, I think it's the Solarian who you learn Analeus's full name from, but he like rattles off like all of like Analeus's crimes in a day. Like this guy has all the background dirt, and if you just stand there and listen to him, like he tells you everything. Like so, at, once you hear that, like Analeus never makes himself a sympathetic character. And whatever fate befalls him is nothing that you need to to worry about. But that, that like they make sure like yeah like that he he's clearly he's clearly scummy. Oh yeah, I don't think any I think everybody on this planet's scummy. Uh, I, the only one maybe not scummy is the janitor in the bottom of the, the Sarian janitor. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Lila Hiriax? Yeah, the one that by the one that he's like like he won't give you his pass. Like I give my pass, I get fired. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's a guy. he just works there. <laughs> I really like that well, him because he's just a regular guy. But I don't think uh, Parasani is scummy. I mean, she's she's law enforcement. She's doing her job. She's undercover. So any 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 subterfuge on her part is necessary due to the you know the parameters of her mission. Mm, she works for the corporations and for the board. So, so does Lilla It's true. You're not yeah. making your case better. <laughs> I, I mean we could we could this would be a very different podcast if we want to talk about the relative merits of corporations but <laughs> and i'm not even talking about that corporation i'm just talking about the various corporations i've said that before on the mash those buttons podcast actually <laughs> the somehow i think this just speaks to the state of our society these days but somehow like the the, the morality of corporate culture keeps coming up in discussion wait i can't imagine <laughs> why is it because most of us have worked for a corporation and you're like is that really okay guys because most of us don't have a side hustle of like just requisitioning arms from wherever we go Seriously. and then being able to sell them you know to some guy we know at least not that you're aware of <laughs> but they're, they're, right, well exactly. a side note i did actually like you can probably cut this out later um <laughs> My one job, we actually had to get rid of a director because he did have a side hustle selling illegal stuff in the in the, in the property. <laughs> oh. He was selling like drugs and weapons. So yes, that does so, sometimes happen. So there you go. He's your Analeus, right? Like Analeus, yeah. they're all yeah, sure. They're all you know corporate. Uh, they're all like corpo servants to the man or whatever. I don't know. I'm bad at this. Uh, but Analeus was like a cut above the rest of these people. Like not only was he working for gutless, soulless corporations that will be the downfall of society, but he also was wetting his beak on the side. Like really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like you can wet your beak, but you can't get your beak too wet. And that was the problem with Analeus is that the corporations were starting to get antsy on him anyway, which is why Parasani was there. Yeah, they even said that, yeah. I think. I think Parasini says to you at one point, like, yeah, I mean, sure, he, he was getting a little on the side, but he's got a little too much. I think he's hurting the corporations themselves. Like, That's right. As long as they're not hurting them, mm -hmm. he they don't care. But when they start taking their money, like, excuse me, my friend, that's our cash. I love Space America. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> space capitalism. <laughs> So one of the other interesting details that you do uh, pick up on is that Saren is a shareholder in Binary Helix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a major which, shareholder, right? Which it makes you wonder then, like, uh, like was as, as much of a major shareholder as he was, did he know about the research going on at Peak 15? Or yep. was he just like, is, 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 is it like... Is this like the Spectre 401k that they just happen to have a certain percentage that you can, if you get like the general fund, it puts that money into Binary Helix? Mm, I think actually it's more of along the lines. He probably had one of those and he put more into Binary Helix to get a bigger, bigger uh, control over what they were doing. 
my impression was like he had a lot of money. I I imagine being a specter is a good way to get access to a lot of money over time. And he, you know, was a direct investor. And then, yeah, I, I don't know if it the game really doesn't make it clear, though. It is open to interpretation. Like, did he tell them to research the Rachni thing or, you know, did Binary Helix just start doing it? He found out about it and was like, oh, this is useful. I, I always thought it was kind of more the latter, but there's you could probably make a good case that he pushed them in that direction as a major well, investor. I mean, the fact is Binary Helix stumbles into the rack knife mm -hmm. it's not like they yeah you know so i would have to think that i would have to think that he comes to them after he because i mean as a specter he's he's kind of like a, a shadow broker of his own like he's going to come across information especially for his network as he is and i'm i'm sure at some point he's like okay like you know i have my agenda it's you know whether he's gone rogue at this point or not he may still be thinking like oh no like if we can weaponize the rack again do it right this time you know you know maybe we can uh you know we we can have some success with that so he, oh, yeah. he could have been he could have been trending that way in general beforehand but even so i think you know yeah he still I, could have some interest in that and i was also thinking about being a specter how much how much uh civil's forfeiture we actually get in this game because it's like i'm a specter i could take all your crap guys just taking all these lockers and taking all this it, gear. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have like the the super hard lock. I've got this quarry in here who can get through <laughs> it. Spectre business, mine. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take your weapons. I'm gonna turn into Omni Gel and use that to get me more weapons. Then I'm gonna turn into more Omni Gel. I know I have the maximum carrying capacity, but I need more Omni Gel. <laughs> the single single-handedly the dumbest thing i do in this game is to continue to play the hacking minigame when i have you know uh, a thousand minus one omni gel that i could just use to hack to get the weapons to turn it like i don't know why the, the game is constantly yelling me like hey let you know you're grabbing this gear you're almost at cap you might mm -hmm. want to lessen your cap but i'm like crap uh Everybody, you have the right armor on you real quick? Okay, you do? Okay. I'm, I'm full on Amondale shit. Uh, sell it all. Oh, I'm, just, I'm full of credits. Capped on money, yeah. What do I do with, what do I do with this now? Guess I'm just going to throw it away. And then you hack more crates. I think that, it's like the worst. Like you, you could bypass it with Omnigel, and I never do. Like, gotta hoard my Omnigel. I don't know. I actually started doing that just to uh, to make room for like, uh, screw it. I'll just Omnigel. I'll just use the Omnigel this time. I'll use the Omnigel. Okay, now I can just break things down. That's smart. Well, I think it speaks to space capitalism that there's so, or I guess the space military industrial complex, that there's so many weapons out there <laughs> that you're able to just take. Like, that's, you know, and, and, and I mean, we do hear about, you know, what is it, the, you know, like the, the, the Rachni and the, the Krogan and then the Turian, all the different wars that have gone on throughout history all just generating revenue for these weapons companies that in turn causes more people to need to buy weapons through and store them in lockers. If there's two industries you want to invest in, it's weapons generation and lockers. <laughs> and hacking and hacking programs, apparently. And hacking programs, yeah. <laughs> Omni tools, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, we got on a really interesting tangent. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Where were we again? So no, but uh, well, we're still we're still still talking about the the first thing. I mean, as far as when you go into Binary Helix, because it's uh, it was they're supposed to be like closed for for repairs or whatever. They don't really you know they, they don't really tell you why the office is closed, but we you know we know it's because they're under investigation. And then you go in there. Um, I mean, that's really sort of the the climax of the first part here. Is you know that's where you have the, your your combat. Uh, I just realized this 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 uh this story reminds me a little bit of uh. Outer worlds a little bit, just because the they don't need to they don't listen to the government they listen to the board and the board's mm -hmm. when you do the investigations which is basically the same story that they did in Outer Worlds. That so is true. Sure, this you know there's only so many stories. Boy meets girl. Boy boy falls in love with girl. Com corporate overlords <laughs> screw over peasants. I mean, it's all <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah. It's all the same thing. Do, do we have any any final thoughts for this chapter? Or are we ready to uh, to to move into the next part here? I, no, let's let's get in a garage to drive in. Yeah. All right. Well, because we've we've gone here for about forty five minutes, so uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up, and then we'll uh, we'll come back next time and and do the, uh, the the hot labs and the the major decisions. 
So this has been Squad Goals number seven. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing, and thank you for downloading and listening. We are at Squad Goals N7 on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also YouTube at YouTube.com slash mash those buttons. Chip, where can people find you? You can find me at WD on Twitter and Twitch. That's the word double, Y-E-W-D-E-E. Uh, and also right here on the MASH Network, every two weeks talking about Final Fantasy XIV on Wondrous Tales. And Kura, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Kurabaris, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-A-S, or on twitch.tv slash Kurabara. YouTube's also Kurabara. Probably every week talking about Apex Legends on at Dropping Spicy. And also here we currently talk about Star Wars over at our Clan of Three podcast, where we're currently talking about the Bad Batch. And there's probably some more stuff, but I forget. What do you got, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> and I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on WoW Talk, talking about Warcraft Guild news and management, and also on the Torn and the Goblin, where we talk about Warcraft story and lore. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons, and email us any thoughts or questions at squadgoals at mash.gg. Let us know, let us know you, what you think about space capitalism and uh, corporate overlords and everything and what's going on on Novaria. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can, and visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as to Patreon-exclusive content. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg support. Stay tuned to hear about our other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network. For Chip and Kura, I'm Nick, and I should go. My favorite podcast on the network. See you, Commander. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 